Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Welcome to the COB on the 11th of October. Great to be here with you on this Monday. I'm Nadine Blaney here with Annette Beecher. Annette, um, freedom is being enjoyed, I suppose, by some residents <laughs> of New South Wales. So that's a check there. Uh, still, though, a negative session for the local market. In fact, we underperformed our regional peers today. Yeah, we, sh- we sure did. I mean, we were down worse when I walked in at 11. Oh, Nadine, I, yeah. I think you, you left me the bottom of the market there. <laughs> it managed to claw back, like, for example, the banks are all negative at 11 and managed to crawl back into positive space. Tech sector not looking flash as those yields continue to rise in the US as they digested mm. that uh, rather messy payrolls report. It was pretty messy, uh, but most conversations that I've had today saying that it will not derail any tapering in the United States. We will not have any reaction in the market tonight. Of course, it is Columbus Day in the States. We still do have stocks trading, so it will be interesting to see what happened there. Happens there. Uh, but to your point, uh, I mean, financials were relatively flat overall by the time all was said and done. Materials doing really well. The best performers, coal. Whitehaven Coal. Sure is. Think about that one. Apparently uh, some floods in China helped boost the price, uh, depending on what headline you read. Yeah, well, we've got, um, you know... I think Whitehaven's the top of the ASX. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was the, the best performer up by mm. more than 6%, but Fortescue not far behind, up by 5.25% as we watched iron ore prices again take a leg up today. And Champion Iron, Iluka Resources, I mean, I could go on, but you get the picture. It was really materials and energy story as well so oil at 80 bucks yeah i mean it's pretty incredible hasn't been there since i think um 2014 i believe but yeah seven month high for energy stocks on the oil strength i had a really interesting chat with sol kavanick from credit swiss today saying that counterintuitively uh you know esg will likely be good for oil now we know that but he was saying oil and the energy crunch, crisis, whatever you might want to call it, might actually end up being a little bit counterproductive in terms of some of these ESG gains that we've it's, been making. It's ironic because I think our inboxes were 50-50 split energy yep. and ESG. But, you know, just just as you know, a crisis in COVID got people vaccinated, maybe this coal and energy crisis could get us talking a bit more concrete when it comes to ESG so we're not stuck in this nowhere land and a lot of it comes down to policy and also political will political will just had a conversation with Grant Wilson from Exante Data saying look you know the government does pick winners in a lot of cases and it could pick winners in terms of whether that be materials or minerals or renewables, mm-hmm. you know, there is a lot that policy can do to, A, continue to move further along the road in terms of 
ESG cred and uh, greenification, etc. But also, you know, making sure that Australia doesn't fall victim to any sort of energy shortages that we're seeing around the world. Exactly. Everyone wants the lights on. I think the public opinion has swayed a lot in the last 12 months that, yes, coal is cheap, but it's not the future and we need to get moving. I mean, most of the conversations I had this morning were how energy stocks are, uh, of course, cheap, but it's cheap because a lot of funds have ESG mandates. So mm-hmm. it might be good value, but a lot of funds are, just aren't mandated to buy them. Hey, would you be buying Star Entertainment Group? It was down by 22%. 22% today. Not after that weekend report. Yeah. Well, I was sort of uh, half joking saying, really, is anybody surprised by the fact that these indiscretions have come to light? Well, obviously, because it's down 22% on a day that we are seeing reopening in New South Wales. Yeah, no, that's right. It. I didn't actually watch the report. We were out and about on the weekend, but it's just anything that tainted the Crown licence story, it, the fact that it was never going to be totally quarantined from the star and its uh, high rollers, it just boiled down to time really and journalists with time to investigate it properly. All right, so that is a bit of a taste of what happened out there today. We talked about the best performers. I'll get you across just a couple of the worst performers, and that would be Star, of course, uh, Prometicus not doing well today. Afterpay was coming under a lot of pressure, down by close to 4%. Um, bit of a, a note coming out as well, saying that Square could challenge Australian banks after the Afterpay tie-up. So again, BNPL. Uh, continues to make waves. Macquarie says that it could lead the Square acquisition to the company becoming a more significant player in the Australian's financial services space, but not enough to save its skin on a day which, as you referenced, you know, we're still seeing um, pressure, upward pressure on those U.S. bond yields, and that, of course, um, does have the uh, the negative impact on tech in yeah, particular. Tech, tech was a sea of red today. That did not change over the course of sentiment changing elsewhere. All right, so on that banking, you've got Michael Gable from Fairmont giving Cara today on the trade a buy, hold, and sell according to the charts. Just had a chat with Julia Lee from Bourbon Invest. She's um, holding on to the banks. We've got a lot of news flow that will come from the banks. We've got an AGM for CBA Wednesday, and then November brings the, the reports yeah. for you know the other uh, big four banks. So yeah, it'll be interesting to, to see what happens with the banks. Um, very quiet in terms of eco data today yeah uh nothing yeah i'd, I'd have to say nothing yet yeah. uh, earlier interviews of course talked about non-farm payrolls and then of course us this week is cpi so i would sort of rate that as next in importance aussie gets a suite of sentiment indicators which are very important to the snapback story we get the weekly uh consumer sentiment tomorrow we get the business survey for nab mm-hmm. that's, that's a good crucial one crucial for september in terms of capacity utilization hiring intentions it was certainly a lot firmer for august than we expected so let's see what we get there uh westpac sentiment is Wednesday. The reason I I will point that out is last month was fascinating. They did sentiment by vaccination. That's right. Remember that? Yeah. If you were double or even single vaxxed, your consumer sentiment was like 120 something. But if you weren't vaxxed, you were like 90 
like as in below 100. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was absolutely fascinating insights last time from Westpac. And then our jobs report, which I would say one in 10 analysts are actually interested in that employment report given we have Freedom Day today in New South Wales. All right, so that is here locally. We do get CPI in the US, so that will go a long way in that inflation debate, never-ending inflation debate, now stagflation debate. We won't get into that here. Uh, We also get China data, so trade and CPI and PPI there. So again, plenty of data for the markets to digest. Uh, I don't want to forget our Stock of the Day series. This time... Koshi's doing a little stocks for a crash series. So do mm-hmm. you have your shopping list ready? Let's find out what's on Gaurav Sodis from Intelligent Investor and Nathan Samasundram from Deep Data Analytics. In our market, the, the best sector without doubt is healthcare, even though people probably think uh, it's mining or banks or so forth. It's the healthcare. Healthcare is the only sector in Australia that actually outperformed over the last six, seven years uh, compared to the US uh, counterparts. And the best stock bar none is CSL. It's our my number one growth stock. Um, and it gives you every two years, you get a, a you know two to three pullbacks um, and you buy that on that pullback and then don't worry about it. One that is often underestimated is Domino's Pizza. We did pick it up under $40 last time it fell off a cliff and we've been holding it for a long time. It's a significant um, investment for me personally. And I've just been, it has blown every expectation I had out of the water. The more I look at it, the more it impresses me. Every time this thing pulls back, I would I would be nibbling at it and buying some more. This is a stock you want to own for, for decades to come and, and never sell it. Okay, so that is, so just to be clear, these are companies that you would pull on some sort of a big pullback. So if the market crashes, you want to hit the buy button. So that was Domino's Pizza for Gorav. I'm hungry, Annette. Hungry. Yeah, or Nathan uh, with CSL. So we'll continue that stock series this week. It follows hot on the heels of the Future Fund series. Uh, listen, you'll note if you are a subscriber to the COB, there is a bit of a promo for Trading Up. It's an event that we're holding tomorrow afternoon, actually early evening, let's say. It's after the market close. So this is, um, it's going to be a great event. So we'll talk crypto. We will talk with some of the world's most famous traders, including Andy Krieger. If you've never heard of him, he's one of the five most um, famous Forex traders ever. So Kara, our resident Forex nut, had a great time or (laughs) will have a great time speaking to him. Um, look, if you haven't registered, you can go to the, the, the newsletter and you can click on and it kicks off at 530 Eastern tomorrow. So that's a little, a little promo for that one. Um, other than that, Annette, you know, tomorrow we've got that business survey. Yeah. It'll, it'll be a local market. Even, even though the stocks are trading from the U S the broader market still likes to know what bonds are doing. So it's a bit of a interesting session why one is open and one isn't for Columbus day, but yeah, we'll, we will be looking at at consumer and, and business sentiment. Both of them are key for that Q4 turnaround story. So I'll be covering those as it drops at 11.30 for the uh, NAB Business Survey. All right. Well, we'll look forward to seeing you then. See you, Nat. Have a good evening.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.